0: Success in the New Retirement with Damon Roberts and Matt Deaton. And this is the Success in the New Retirement podcast with Damon Roberts and Matt Deaton. My name is Mark Owens, and it's all powered by Acute Wealth Advisors. All the information, you can find it at successinthenewretirement.com. Something else that continues to be the top of the headlines is the market volatility. Matt, Damon, what are you seeing within the markets, and how is it really fluctuating and being shaky from week to week?
1: What I would say when it comes to this volatility that's really important to understand is that you need to have some strategies that are going to help you navigate through this and try to take as much of the emotion out of that. So the first rule of thumb I would give people is one of the biggest mistakes people make is they'll panic during these times. And so to our credit, to our client's credit, and maybe it's because of some of the strategies we have in place, maybe it's part of the education, but we haven't had a bunch of people calling into us and saying, move all my money to cash. Let's, I'm I'm worried about the market. I'm worried about the, you know, this war. I'm worried about this, that and the other and, and panicking. Right. Now that doesn't mean that they're not having some emotions out there as they see some of this and kind of wondering what that might do, what might happen to their portfolio, but it still means that we need to have that plan because that plan gives you that safety and that security and that peace of mind. Mm-hmm. So if you're driving around and your, your broker is just like, well, just hang in there, it will come back, don't worry, and that's all they're doing, then maybe you need to reconsider or figure out something else. If you're doing it on your own and it's keeping you up at night because you're trying to figure out what the steps and the moves that you should be making in this kind of a market, you know, maybe you should be talking to someone that can give you some more you know, direction and advice, some, a professional that can kind of help you with that. But I think there are three things that, that we're doing right now in our portfolios that I think are pretty intriguing for people that they would want to understand. But I think if we get into these three things, I think these three things are keys to navigate through some of the stuff that we're experiencing right now that would make a big difference for each individual.
0: Yeah, let's start out, man. Let's get number one. So some of the keys to navigate the market. What, what do you got for number one?
1: Okay, so we have three strategies to help reduce risk during volatility and one is a de-risking strategy that we implement across all of our portfolios. So what do I mean by that? Bottom line is, again, like Damon was saying, we want to have our portfolios diversified But that might mean someone says, okay, I want 40% stock, 60% bonds. I want 60% stock, 40% bonds. Okay, that's how they're initially set up. But if we start seeing a lot of volatility with the markets, let's say there's a bunch of indicators that say the economy's about to crash, that we're going to have a lot of unemployment, people are going to be losing their jobs, there's a bunch of foreclosures, all that kind of stuff starts to build. Well, there would be a lot of valid reasons why you may not want to have 60% in stock, Mm -hmm. right? And so... We have built into our portfolio some some algorithms and some other strategies that would de-risk our portfolio. And what that means is would reduce the exposure to stock based on some of these other indicators. Now that doesn't mean we're a day trader. That doesn't mean we're making these knee-jerk reactions every time you turn on the TV and there's a headline that says this is happening the market's up 1% or it's down 1%. We're not reacting in that way. We're striving to look at the overall trend of the market And look for opportunities to say, look, right now it pays to be aggressive or right now it pays to be a little bit more conservative and then make those necessary adjustments in the portfolio. So again, a lot of people over the past year and a half, two years have fallen back in love with stocks. Mm -hmm. They've experienced a huge rise. They're probably more weighted towards stocks than they ever have been because of how much growth they've received. Well, the problem is, is you're not going in and rebalancing and adjusting that And then if you don't have some strategies of how you're potentially going to de-risk, you potentially could lose all of the gains that you've received over the past year and a half or two years. And again, I've I've used this example, but the ARC funds with Kathy Wood in 2020, those funds were up 77%. Well, then next year, 2021, they were down 21%. So far this year, they're down like 33%. They've given up all of the gains that they received in 2020. And so Again, if you were like on cloud nine thinking, man, I just, you know, made 77% of my portfolio. And then you fast forward a little over a year later mm-hmm. and you've lost all of your gains. Well, where, what did that get you? It didn't get you anything. You're, you're back to zero. And so you need to have some ways to say, okay, I've taken, I've captured some gains. I'm going to shelter when it makes sense. I'm going to de-risk where it makes sense. And so that would be step number one Okay, is what is your plan to reduce risk in a strategic way when volatility starts to spike. How do you control going down that 10 or 20 or 30% and then bailing out of the market and making big mistakes because you got really emotional about your investing because you didn't have a plan in the first place. That is step number one.
0: Let's talk about step and key number two to navigating the market.
1: So one of the next things that you can do is again, if you have a plan to de-risk your portfolio, what that usually means is that you're still going to experience some losses and the reason that that is the case is again if you had knee jerk reactions every time the market had a down day if you said okay the market's down you know half a percent or 1% i'm going to make a change Well, you would have a horrible portfolio because oftentimes the market then has two positive days and you're off sitting on the sidelines. So in most investment strategies, you're taking some risk where if the market has a bad week or a bad month, you're going to see that in your portfolio and you're going to see some of those losses. And so, you know, that can be disconcerting if you're retired, you want money and you see that your portfolio is down, you know, 5% or 10%. And so what we've also put into our portfolios and what we're working on and what some of the new strategies that are available is something called a buffer ETF. Now we like ETFs because they're exchange traded funds, they're inexpensive, they're dramatically less expensive than a mutual fund. They don't have all the commissions and fees and charges that mutual funds have. But a buffer ETF is unique in that it provides a buffer on the downside. And the exchanges, you have to give a little bit of your upside away. So for example, you can go out right now and find a buffer ETF that will protect the first 9% drop in the stock market. Okay. So if the market goes down, that part of your portfolio doesn't experience any loss unless the market drops more than 9%. So that scary little bit of a ride that you might see in a normal stock portfolio where the market goes down 3%, 4 5%, and you experience a lot of that loss, mm-hmm. inside of a buffer ETF, you're not experiencing any of that. It's holding true. It, it, you, know, you didn't lose any of that money. Now, on the flip side, what that usually means is you're going to have some sort of a cap where it's going to say, okay, but if the market has a really good year, um, your, cap, your earnings are going to be capped to like 20%. So last year, if the market was up 26%, you would have only made 20, but you would have had that 9% buffer on the downside. And they have ones that are 15%. They have some that are 30%. So again, if we are looking at major indicators, we're looking at momentums in the market, we feel like the stock market's going to do really good. A buffer ETF is something we wouldn't want in a portfolio at that time. So last year, Game and I didn't even want to consider putting a buffer ETF into our portfolios because we felt very good about the economy, about the growth, about the recovery from coronavirus. There was a lot of reasons to be very positive about the stock market. Now you roll into 2022 and you say, hey, we've on a two year run. The markets really went up really high pretty fast. You know, are we worried about things getting overvalued? You got all these political issues and then throw on top that we're in a midterm election year. And usually the stock market can be volatile in those years. Now is the time that you could kind of say, okay, maybe it's now is the time to be considering a buffer ETF because we may not think, Hey, if we have a cap where we limit how much we could grow, where maybe we can only get 10 or 15 or 20% on the upside, but we're protecting of a loss of nine or 15 or 30% on the downside. That's probably a pretty good trade off in a volatile year like this because, you know, usually in a midterm election returns end up being somewhere between that 10 and 12%. That's the average, but there's a lot of volatility along the way. And so if you, if you're following what I'm saying, what wouldn't it be nice to have some of your portfolio that if the market goes down 5, 10, 15%, that that part of your portfolio is, is not experiencing one percentage loss because you have that buffer built into that. Now, yes, it does limit some of your upside, but in a volatile year, that may be a very good trade-off. And again, it's not something we're gonna put our entire portfolio into something like this, but it just becomes another component in your strategy that now helps you perform better during some of these volatile times and not lose as much, not get emotional about it, and be able to continue to draw income and be retired and spend the money and do the things without having to worry about your finances.
2: And I would say, Mark, that you know, kind of uh, just to reiterate, here is that I hate to keep go back to this analogy of, mm-hmm. of the, the Super Bowl winning Rams, but you know they kept saying this team was built to win the Super Bowl this year, right? And so, like a buffer ETF, it's not something that we might in, incorporate all the time, but when we have the option to bring it in, right, for this year right because of what we're seeing going on to bring this in in a volatile time in the market and couple that with our active management and our strategies that we have built um, to help our clients have consistency over the past 21 years that are focused on retirees when now we have the ability to add an additional component to bring in an Odell Beckham Jr. or a Buffler ETF at the right time to get us the, the results we need for that time it allows us to have success and so again that's that's why there's multiple steps to this but we're you know again we've got our step one now we've got our step two and then now as we move into our step three to to finish it off to say okay how do we create this you know these are the types of decisions that you know an active manager or someone that it specializes in retirement can look at and say you know I've seen this before and here's what we're trying to do I've seen inflation I've seen the markets go up and down I've seen you know retirees and and what they need in their lives and the stability that they need. And there's, here's how we're going to create it. And here's the different puzzle pieces that we're going to pull in because there's never one thing that always works. Mm. Right. And so we love sports, you know, Matt and I both love sports. We love these types of analogies and, and, and we try to be a team member, an offensive defensive coordinator. We're playing both of those roles for our clients and helping them create success in their retirement. 480-680-6868.
0: 480-680-6868. Always online at com. We're talking about some of the keys to navigate the market and to help protect your portfolio. And again, a number one, plan to reduce risk when volatility starts to spike.
1: Uh, number two, have the option of a buffer ETF. Yeah, so let's just go back and just kind of summarize a little bit for maybe someone that just tuned in. Okay. So again, the plan for de-risking is, again, if you're invested, let's say you're 60-40 blend in the markets because you kind of want to be diversified there will be times where there will be enough data indicators enough you know reasons why you do not want to still have 60 percent in stock where it would make sense to go to 50 or 40 or 30 or potentially to nothing because you're trying to avoid some of these big market corrections that happen occasionally Okay. now that needs to be done strategically because oftentimes people will make those decisions they'll reduce their risk and that's right when the market goes up and they sold at the wrong time and it was a really crummy decision mm-hmm. and so Damon in our portfolio we have algorithms we have indicators we have certain triggers that would cause us to de-risk meaning that we would become more conservative for our clients now that's a temporary thing at some point we would then put that money back into those holdings and our goal is to try to navigate some of the ups and downs and try to to take advantage of opportunities where we don't lose as much during some of those downtimes and then can still you know grow when the market goes up mm-hmm. now Damon and I also recognize that we can't predict the future we don't have a crystal ball that works every time and so that's why we then introduced the second one which is buffer ETFs and that is a strategy that literally automatically when you purchase the and put that ETF into your portfolio it literally protects you from a certain amount of downside risk and they have some that are you know 10% they have some that are 15 some that are you know 20 and 30 percent down Downside risk, and so how nice would it be to have something in your portfolio that says, "Hey, if the market goes down tomorrow, this portion of my portfolio doesn't lose a penny, unless it got over fifteen percent. I've got this buffer of fifteen. If it gets worse than fifteen, then this you know potentially would start losing along with the rest of my portfolio, mm-hmm. but." How nice would that be right now to have something that's protecting you from some of this downside risk to help you be diversified and keep your other money invested and so again because damon and i don't sit there and try to time the market or do day trading this is a good strategy during volatile times to protect against some of this downside so it's a pretty simple way and again like damon was saying you would not do this in a time where you felt like the market was really positive where all the indicators were showing signs of growth Mm -hmm. because we don't want to limit the upside so again at that moment we're trying to be an office coordinator where we're trying to put strategies in place that are taking advantage of the growth but sometimes you need a defensive coordinator in your portfolio that's saying how are we gonna have a defensive approach to protect the assets and the earnings that we've had over these past few years and that's where those buffer ETFs can be a really good option that we use inside of our portfolio to to help reduce risk what is that third key the third key and it kind of relates to one of the the interesting things that we're dealing with right now in this market is usually when the stock market kind of has volatility the place that people can go is they can shift their portfolio over into bonds but the problem with bonds right now is bonds where very low interest rates And there's this threat of rising interest rates and if you understand what bonds what happens to bonds when interest rates rise is they go the opposite direction so when interest rates go up bonds go down and so you're in this interesting flux where you potentially have volatility in the stock market where you'd want to move your money to bonds but now you're moving into bonds that potentially could go down as interest rates rise and so you know you're like well where do we go and so one of the things that is a unique strategy that not very many people can offer. And we're excited that we have this at our fingertips to be able to offer to people is something called a structured note. And structured notes have been around for a long time, but they've been mostly available for hedge funds and other larger investors. But they become a little bit more common and we now can offer them to clients. And what a structured note does is it kind of bridges that gap between a bond and a stock portfolio. And it provides some of the, the, the safety and security that a bond offers with a fixed rate, but it has some stock component to it. So let me just kind of explain how these work, because, again, if your broker is not talking to you about this, this is something you need to be looking at because these are something that, that can make a big difference in a, in a portfolio. So a structured note is offered by an, a large investment banker. And so they're guaranteed by that investment banker. You want to make sure that if you're investing in a structured note, that it's with a bank that has good financial records. Because, again, if they can't meet their obligations, again, this isn't FDIC insured. You could lose your money. That would be the only way you would lose the money. But, you know, you need to pay attention to that. But an investment banker will offer these. and, And usually a structured note will offer a guaranteed rate somewhere in that nine to 13% range. Again, it can be higher, it can be lower, but usually it's right in that range. Right now, most of the investment bankers are offering structured notes that are paying, you know, twelve to thirteen mm-hmm. percent. And so you're like, wow, twelve or thirteen percent? What's the catch? How does this work? So a structured note, you have to commit to put your money in there for a year. So they're a one year contract. So they're not, you know, there's like they're like a one year C D. It's not long like a really long annuity, but it's not as liquid as a stock portfolio. So they'll guarantee this, you know, let's say, call it a 12% interest rate. You have to leave your money there for a year and they pay you out monthly. So you would get a payment of 1% each month for that whole year, getting a total of 12%. Now the risk that comes with this type of investment, because most people are like, man, I'd love to sign up for a 12% guaranteed rate of return. That sounds great. The risk that happens in there and the way that they can offer that is it does have a component of the stock market. And what it says is if the stock market drops 30% or more, that's when you potentially could start losing some of the money you had invested mm-hmm. if it does not drop 30 percent if it drops 25 or 20 or 15 you get your 12 percent rate of return so let's just follow with an example so let's say you throw hundred thousand dollars into a structured note let's say the market experiences some volatility over the next year but in its worst moment it gets down 15 percent in that case Your $100,000 that you originally invested would be returned to you at the end of the 12-month period, plus you would have made 12% on your money. You would have made $12,000. If the stock market dropped 28%, you would have still made your $12,000. If it dropped 29 still get the 12%. If it drops 30%, then what happens is now your $100,000 is following the market. So at that moment, your $100,000 would now be worth 70. Mm -hmm. Let's say, you know, by the time that one year comes up and now it's worth $80,000. Well, in that case, you would have received $12,000 in interest payments. You would have received your $80,000 back and you would have walked away and your $100,000 investment would have returned $92,000. You had been down $8,000. But that only happens, again, if the stock market goes down 30% or more. And so what we're talking to our clients about is saying, look, there is some risk. Again, if we went through another coronavirus, we went through a 2008 crash where we saw, you know, a 20, 30, 40, 50% drop. You know, there is some potential that some of your principal could be lost. But if you believe that over this next year that the stock market is not going to go down 30% or more, then you can put money into this and you're going to get this really good investment uh, rate of return. And it becomes a really nice component of your overall strategy. So again, the way that we're using this is we're not saying, okay, let's dump everything into this. Mm-hmm. Again, we still want clients to have liquidity. We still want to have stocks. We want to still have bonds. As we talked about, we can reduce how much stock or how much bonds they have to on what's going on with the market. We still think buffer ETFs can be a good way to protect some of the downside and be more of a short term fix to be able to protect against that. But this is a great alternative to having all your money in bonds that might go down if interest rates go up or having all your money in the stock market that could go down because of all the volatility that we're seeing. And so it's kind of a happy medium. And so you could say, well, I'm going to take part of what I would be investing in bonds and what I'd partly be investing in stock. I'm going to put in a structured note. I'm going to have a 30% buffer, meaning I will not lose anything and I'll make 12% on my account if the market doesn't go down more than 30%. That's a pretty good trade off. And so, again, it just provides another way to diversify. And so, again, if your broker's out there just saying, hey, just hang in there, we're going to do stuff, if we need to make changes, we will, whatever. If that's all they're doing, maybe you need some additional alternatives because there are strategies out there that can protect against the very first beginning of the market drops. There can be stuff that can protect against these big losses Mm -hmm. and produce really good returns. And if you can have that to balance out some of the volatility we're seeing, some of the low interest rates and some of the low returns we're getting from bonds right now, if those things can be built into your portfolio, they will make a dramatic difference in how you experience the, the markets and what's happening individually with your individual accounts, but also the kind of returns that you can get and how you can use that to continue to build wealth or fund retirement needs or income needs. Mm-hmm.
2: You know, it just reminds me you know, as we're getting kind of close to the end of our show today um, of, a, of a potential client who came in from radio and uh, actually has an advisor. And so I sat down and I said, you know, what prompted you to pick up the phone and call? And he said, you know, The last couple of years, uh, the markets have been pretty good. So it's not that I haven't been getting returns. He said, but I'm now 58 years old. I want to retire in two years. And I just, I don't have any answers. And as the market's getting volatile, I'm not hearing anything. There's no, there's no difference from 10 years ago in my plan. And what I hear you and Matt talking about, because he's driving around all the time, he's a a male a mailman, and and he's been working like crazy, and he's like, I've been listening to you guys, and I hear that there's a lot of different things that should be changing. And I hear that, you know, if someone has a question about when they should take their Social Security, that you can answer that, even though you don't get paid. And with this volatility and inflation, you have actual strategies built into place, and that there's a lot of things that perhaps I should be doing differently, but I'm not being given that information and I'm not sure what to do because I've never been here before, right? And and so hence the title of this show, our book, our podcast, everything else for success in the new retirement, things are different folks. And what we've done is built our practice around being an expert in retirement and understanding when to use this playbook and go to a structured note or go to a buffer ETF and bring that in with plans that have already proven to work through 2008 and through 2001 and 8 and 2018 and the ups and downs and the different tax laws that have changed and to couple all those things together to build a plan that's going to allow you to to have money throughout your retirement no matter how long you live and to do that in a way where you can do it feeling comfortable where you've got the income you need, um, even though around you there may be some volatility and, and some things happening that, that could be scary, but your lifestyle maintains the path that it should um, because you've already created a plan uh, with successful tools that we can implement from time to time as, as those variables change. Thanks for listening. Want more from Damon and Matt?
0: Check out successinthenewretirement.com. And while you're there, drop us an email with your questions.